All right, so welcome back to Aquarian Times. This is Julia. Uh, This is episode 135, and today is March 22nd, 2023. So I released a uh, bonus episode yesterday. Hopefully you had a chance to listen. It was a releasing ritual. Um, And again, you know, it's just important to... Uh, to intentionally, as it were, take out the trash on a regular basis, whether it be physically, environmentally, mentally, emotionally, right? We need to find ways to unload because we're going to pick up stuff from our environment, from our experiences. And um, if we don't have ways to um, periodically release this stuff we pick up, which causes, again, emotional, mental, physical disturbance, we will end up carrying more than we can handle, and then that can lead towards some kind of breakdown, right, when the system collapses, because we um, can't process all that we have taken on and not released. So releasing is very, very important. And um, and on that note, um, you know, that's why it's important to have some kind of daily practice, um, where we are focusing on giving things over, releasing, um, letting go. And again, that could be through your exercise, um, routine, you know, I've talked about before that physical exercise will help us release mental and emotional feelings, uh, stress and, um, you know, upwelling of emotions can happen in the event of, movement and that's another purpose it serves not just keeping us physically healthy but letting us release the emotions that again will um, cause the stress and disease in our bodies right when we're not regularly releasing so um you know that's one level and then you know through some kind of prayer practice some kind of um i'm a a fan of like a chanting or singing practice because it's a way that we can release through our vocal cords through our expression um we can have a lot of locked up energy when we're not speaking our truth right when we're not vocalizing and so however we can you know um to on a regular basis to be releasing through all these channels and again um this isn't necessarily our norm this isn't a cultural norm if you're in america um you know western culture it's you know this is not um integrated into our daily lives you know um but obviously a lot of people have picked up different practices from other traditions and including yoga practices or any kind of indigenous practices which can help us remember remember um, how to actually be a human <laughs> instead of, you know, being um, a, a product or, a, a, you know, um, a unit or something that is, uh, you know, just a, a machine, right? As we can so easily be fall into in our culture, very mechanistic culture. So, um yeah, so I hope you had a chance to listen. It was a short practice. And, you know, it can just be like applied, uh, you know, by 
um, you know, when things come up, if you could play that again and just do some conscious releasing of some programs that are not serving you. Okay. So I hope that is helpful. Um, let's see. So today I have a topic. Um, I'm talking about how to track your process. And this is kind of a fun topic. Um, this is something that, again, is part of my life, um, part of the way that I live. And um, I'm just offering it. Again, you may have your own way already of tracking your own process. But if you haven't been introduced to this idea, this thought, um, I'm just speaking to it just as a, a, a way to open the door to you know, a way to stay more connected with yourself, just like any other practice that we would choose to do so. All right, so tracking our process. First of all, what is our process, right? Um, in my view, uh, you know, we're, we're on the planet to, um, to heal, right? To, to learn lessons that em, em, empower us to become more connected to ourselves, which basically we're going from states of incoherence to coherence, right? So that's what we are working on moving toward in our, in our experience, right? So we're, we have, you know, experiences that can fragment us through, you know, trauma, just being born, of course, is a fragmentation. It's, um, you know, uh, we have to start from the beginning, even though we're not coming with a fresh slate, um, we're coming into, you know, karmas and ancestry and all sorts of stuff and, and what's already existing on the planet, which as we know, there's a lot going on here that's ready to, um, shape and, uh, conform you into its, uh, narratives. <laughs> so, you know, when we come here, we come in with all this innocence and then we take on um, states of fragmentation or we return with these states of fragmentation and our opportunity here on the planet is to make choices, have experiences that can continue to show us what it would feel like to be closer to ourselves, to our alignment, to our wholeness, to our coherence. And uh, I know that's kind of a flowery word. So if you're familiar with the word coherence, I like using, I'm using that word because it's, um, and you can look it up if it's, it's not a word you're familiar with, but it's like a state of harmony, you know, coherence is when uh, things all kind of move together in a harmonic state, in a, um, like say you were listening to actual people singing harmony, right? When they're doing it um, skillfully and, you know, correctly, um, it, it like lands in the heart and the ears in a way that you can take it in, right? There's no kind of resistance or rejecting of it because, you know, if, if people who were trying to do a harmony were not very skillful at it, we would probably feel a little like, uh, like, you know, it'd be a little bit like nails on a chalkboard kind of feeling. But when it's done in a way where there's harmony, um, we, it, it's like a balm, right? Like it feels soothing. It feels nourishing. It feels good to us. And, um, you know, that is 
in my view, what our journey is about, right, is we're, we experience a state of incoherence, which is again, like the nails on the chalkboard, like this doesn't feel good, this is out of alignment, something feels wrong, I don't feel good, this doesn't feel good. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, what we desire is, of, co- of course, to feel good, right, we to feel safe, to feel grounded, <clears throat> excuse me, to feel whole, and to feel at home, right, with the people in our lives, with the circumstances of our lives, with our work, with our health, etc. So our journey, you know, is um, hopefully, you know, moving from, depending on how much incoherence we experience, you know, there is a part of us that is aware that there's incoherence. And that's the first step, right? Is we're aware that something isn't right. And that's a beautiful moment because before you have that moment you you know you may think that's normal being incoherent you may think um you know you may not be aware of any other option etc so when you have that thought (coughs) this doesn't feel right I want to feel something better that's a really beautiful thought gosh (coughs) gosh i hope this isn't a recurring issue throughout this podcast um having a little itch in my throat um so so we you know ideally we come to recognize that we're in a state of incoherence if we are right and again that looks like admitting to ourselves that something doesn't feel right I don't feel right this isn't you know this relationship isn't right this job isn't right this living situation, whatever it is. And we start to say to ourselves, okay, well, um, I want something different. I want something to feel right, you know? And so that's our process, right? Our process is moving ourselves from a place of incoherence to noticing and then to tracking, getting in alignment, right? Because how do we know we're in alignment? Well, when we start to feel good, right? And when we start to feel good, it's good to take note. When things start working out, it's good to notice, right? Like, oh, I ate that food and it made me feel good. Take note, I'll eat that food again. Or I ate that food and it didn't make me feel good. I take note, don't eat that food again. Um, And you can use that with anything like hang out with a person, they make you feel good, hang out with them again. If they don't make you feel good, don't hang out with them again, right? So that's our tracking process is you start to notice, you get feedback from your your life, your environment, and you start to pay attention because um, why? <laughs> well, if you're, if you're able to be proactive enough and move towards the choices, noticing what feels good, then you can start tra- leading yourself more and more to better experiences. But if you dismiss it or you, you know, are too busy and, you know, being miserable and in states of incoherence and not noticing the good things, then you can get slogged down with incoherence. You can miss completely the opportunities to feel good or the kind of, you know, I would call them, um, you know, clarion calls or, uh, you know, bridges, they're like bridges for us. When we have 
um, experience of feeling good, it's like a bridge, right? So are you going to cross that bridge? Are you going to cross that bridge to that feeling? To do that thing so you can feel that feeling more and have that experience of feeling good? Or are you going to stay in your incoherence, right? Because of all the programming, like I should, or I can't, or I don't want to, or um, you know, I was told, whatever, right? We have lots of reasons why we wouldn't acknowledge states of incoherence, why we would stay th- with them. Because, you know, feeling good is not appropriate, or feeling good is only for happy people, or only for rich people, or whatever. So again, um, we're all, you know, working, you know, with this experience, because every single day is a mystery, right? We wake up, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know where we're going. You know, some of us have uh, more you know, directives, and that's amazing. But it's not all of us. And, you know, even those people have to work on it. So we're all tracking, right? Um, And again, not all of us are consciously tracking. But that's what this episode is about. Ways to consciously track. So when I talk about tracking, um, what I'm talking about is starting to notice synchronicities in your life. Okay, that's one way to track. So when things start to happen in sort of an uncanny feeling of alignment, then you know you're on track, right? Um, so I'll, I'll give a couple examples because I think it's good to be concrete. Um, the other day, I looked at my cutting board <laughs> and I noticed that I needed a new cutting board. And it was kind of a random noticing it was just like oh wow like I really could use a new cutting board and so I was like okay note get new cutting board a week later it was my birthday and shout out to my mom she came over and brought me a new cutting board for my birthday (laughs) I mean what a strange gift right what a what a what a strange impulse for her and yet I had sent out that message somehow that she had picked up on (laughs) or somehow she had picked up on the fact that I needed a new cutting board and I had picked up on it just days earlier. So that was um, an incidence of a synchronicity that really made me feel like, wow, I, whatever's going on, there's something going on here that I can pay attention to. Like I kind of just felt like this alignment feeling. Okay. So another example is, um, I, um, I'm not someone who, who necessarily wears a lot of jewelry. Um, I like jewelry, but I, I, it's not, you know, I'm not a big connoisseur of jewelry. So I, I haven't worn rings for a long time, um, on my fingers, you know, I have one on my toe, but <laughs> I don't have any rings on my fingers. And I was driving through town, um, this was, I remember the date, it was January 20th, because uh, I looked at my calendar after this happened, because I was like, what is going on? This is too weird. Um, and it happened to be January 20th, which, 20th, which is the first day that um, of Aquarius season. So sun had just gone into Aquarius, so that was notable, whatever reason, you know, there was something going on there. But I was driving through town, and I had this overwhelming impulse to buy myself a ring or a couple rings, like to have rings on my fingers. Right. And I thought that's very strange. I don't know why that is happening. And 
I thought, okay, that's kind of cool, kind of fun. Um, I like doing new things and changing things up. And I was like, okay. And I didn't even know where to go to, to buy a ring. Like I, I couldn't think off, off the top of my head, like who's selling rings uh, locally. Um, so I didn't actually, uh, get a ring, but I was just like, I looked at my fingers, like I looked down at my hands and it was like, I could see the rings there. It was so weird. It was like, it was so strong. And then right after that, I got an impulse to text a friend, um, to see if she was available, you know, to get together. And, um, and, you know, I could have ignored that impulse. Um, but I decided, yeah, I haven't seen this person in a while. Maybe I'll just get in touch. And she was right there, told me to come over and I ended up coming over and she's right now her, what she's doing, which is what she, she hasn't always done, but she's making jewelry. <laughs> she's a jewelry maker. And I came over to her house and she literally gave me two rings that she had made that fit me perfectly and are beautiful. And, um, it was very uncanny, <laughs> very weird, you know, very synchronistic. Um, and I was just, I was kind of blown away. Right. I was like, okay. I was led directly, you know, first I got the impulse to have the rings. Then I got the impulse to, to send the text. Then I followed the impulse. Then I showed up. Then I was given the rings and I was just like, okay, this you know, there's something going on here. And I it made me feel good, right? It made me feel like, yeah, I'm in alignment, you know, like, there's a lot of other weird stuff going on. And who knows, but, you know, right now, there's something I can trust. So I track that. And what I do, as you probably know, if you pay attention to my podcast, you know, a part of my tracking process is through astrology, right? I track things through transits, um, astrological transits, which is when the the planets are aspecting each other and they create these stories, you know, these archetypal or metaphorical stories through the way that they communicate, which translates into literal experiences. So, you know, my theory and my experience and other astrologers talk about this too, is that there was something going on whatever planet rules, um, rings. And I actually, I, I don't, I don't actually know which planet that would be. It could be Venus. It, um, Saturn also has rings. <laughs> so somehow it could be connected to Saturn, but, um, there was some kind of aspect with those planets and my birth chart that day. That's my explanation. My, it's not just an explanation. It's an observation. And it's the way, again, it's been proven over and over through my observations and through other astrologers' observations. And this is why we track transits, you know, because liter- they're so literal, the, the metaphors of these planets. So I use astrology as a tracking tool to keep me in, align- to keep me in alignment and help me understand when I'm in and out of alignment and such. So part of our tracking process for me very, very much includes, um, journaling, right? So, um, you know, I track when I have those synchronicities, I track what the time was and what the date was. And, um, I track what the synchronicity was. And also, um, you know, when I have any significant, 
if you haven't heard this term, downloads, which is like a message or um, a directive or some kind of intuitive hit about something or someone or, you know, I will track that download, right? I will make a note of it. And um, again, because these things can easily be ignored, right? So, you know, if you're feeling disconnected, if you're feeling lost, if you're feeling what what the F about life, um, a nice thing to do is to start tracking your intuition. There's a term for it. It's like a um, in the new um, manifesting spaces right now. It's called getting a ping, right? It's the same sort of thing as getting a, a hit, you know. So it's 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 a play off, you know, getting a ping on our phone, but it's a it's a mental or intuitive ping, right? So you can use that term for when you get some kind of hit, like call someone or don't do this or do that or buy that thing, right? Buy that whatever it is. It's called a ping, right? You're getting a message. And it's up to us to follow our pings, right? To follow this, the, the, this is our guidance, right? This is our guidance telling us to do this, do that, follow this, call this person, text this person, show up here, say this, wear that, do this, don't do that. It's happening all the time, but oftentimes, again, if we shrug it off uh, and, you know, we don't believe in this stuff, you know, we, we miss the whole thing we miss it. But if we can open our mind and start to notice and get curious and participate and get, you know, have fun with it, this is where life can get interesting. And not only that, but you can, you can start to feel like you are on track, right? When you're tracking, because it's very easy to feel lost, right? Day after day, you know, (laughs) we're faced with a mystery, right? Every single day, you know, is a mystery. And that can get a little overwhelming, right? The unknown can be very overwhelming for us want to know everything types. And, um, you know, it, it is, it's just a nice and it, it's a feeling of safety when we can at least feel like we're connected, right? To something greater than us. And I call that practice uh, tracking, you know, and tracking your process. So that is my lesson for today. It's, um, it's a bit short. And um, there's, you know, lots of ways you can do this, but there's a little bit of a suggestion and some examples. And I'd be curious, you know, if you have a tracking process, or if you want to reach out with your experiences, I would love to hear. So you can send me a message at juliabirnbaum.com. And as always, uh, get in touch for, um, you know, a, a lot of what I do with the life coaching is helping us track, right? Um, track our goals, track our pings, right? Like, what do you want? What's coming up for you? Like, let's go into it. Let's follow that, right? Because it's helpful to have someone hold space for us. And, you know, not only acknowledge it, but, um, you know, validate that, no, it's not just in your head. You're having, you know, you are being guided, you know, and let's help you get there. Let's, let's align, with this guidance that's coming to you. And, you know, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you stay on track and follow. Um, So that can happen through life coaching. Again, astrology readings, I can help, um, you know, illuminate where these things are happening for you through your chart, um, as well as tarot readings. 
right? We can figure out um, through your numerology, through your growth year you're in, and uh, different ways to stay track to track you um, in your process. Um, and of course, through our wellness uh, with Ayurveda and yoga practices. So thank you again for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this lesson. Bye-bye.